Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. Legacy of 1804, I am your host, Alice Backer. Today's date is October 20th, 2017. And tonight we are speaking to various members of uh, AfroCrowd, um, an organization that I actually created in 2015, are going to be here tonight to talk to us about their experience going to the global meetup of Wikipedians that takes place every year. And this year it took place in Montreal. 
in Canada. And uh, I unfortunately was not able to go. Um, but several people who are used to coming to AfroCrowd trainings where we train people into how to edit Wikipedia. Of course, Wikipedia is that online encyclopedia that anyone can edit. Um, well, some, many of them who, who attended on behalf of AfroCrowd and with AfroCrowd are going to tell us about their experience there. And this is an opportunity for people who are curious about editing Wikipedia, who may listen to Legacy of 1804, to call in, and uh, or people who are newbies to the show, to call in um, because maybe they've they've heard of this show taking place on the AfroCrowd social media networks to call in and um, discuss their experience and uh, chime in. It's going to be a very free flowing conversation. Before that, though, I want to remind everybody that uh, the theme song which opened tonight's show is One Note Clara from the album Blues and Red, courtesy of Bouillon Bois and the Blues and Red Band. And here at uh, Love1804, we amplify Haitian voices live on air every Friday night. And that is just the audio version of what I have been doing online at kisscassidy.com since 2005. And also, uh, Legacy of 1804, we're on Tumblr, Instagram, and at the handle at Kiskeacity, K-I-S-K-E-A, City, C-I-T-Y. If you enjoyed tonight's show and you find it constructive, please share it to Facebook, to Twitter, whatever social networks you use. You can also just embed the player for your show on your blog if you have one. Uh, to see what Haitian bloggers from the world over are saying, go to at Haitian bloggers on Twitter and the Facebook page, Haitian Bloggers. I've also put those together for you. And of course, if you want to participate in crowdsourcing knowledge, in, 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 in putting free knowledge on the web for everyone to uh, see, and that is through Wikipedia, if you want to participate in that, of course, um, just please visit uh, www.afrocrowd.org, which is the website where we share with you where you can come and uh, learn how to edit Wikipedia, especially if you're in the New York area. But if you join our mailing list, we'll let you know of whatever events we know of happening all over the country and increasingly the world. Uh, as tonight, we are supposed to be joined by someone who is from uh, AfroCrowd UK. Um, now, just so I can test uh, that we are indeed online, Regine and Sherry, I'm opening your lines just to make sure that you can hear me fine. I hear you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Okay. And we have somebody in 646. I don't know if it's one of our uh, guests. Caller in 646, I'm opening your line. Are you one of our scheduled guests for tonight or just a listener? Scheduled guest. Oh, all right. Which one is that? Linda Fletcher Dobble. Oh, Linda. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so welcome, okay. Linda. Uh, that's great. I'm going to introduce you ladies in a moment. Actually, I'm going to have you introduce yourselves. Uh, Linda, I'm going to, uh, you're generating a, a little bit of background noise. I'm going to turn off your line, but I'm expecting that tonight, so long as you're not speaking, you will just mute yourself on your own. Um, so that we don't have that background noise seep through. Uh, so for now, I've shut down your line, and um, but I will reopen it soon, and hopefully you'll um, you'll be able to accommodate us that way. 
Uh, you can listen to past shows of Legacy of 1804 on iTunes by searching the keywords Legacy of 1804, and past shows are also available under the Legacy of 1804 tab at kisscaocity.com. Some of you are listening online and others are listening on the phone. Uh, if you're listening online and you want to call in, you're going to do so at 714-242-6119. Again, the number is 714-242-6119. One nine, and when you called in, just press one when you want to speak, and I will know to open your line again. Seven one four two four two six one one nine. So this is great. Um, we have uh, another person here. Uh, I'm opening your line. Uh, whoever you are, you're coming up on the dashboard as restricted. So I don't really know, uh, who is this? Am the I the restricted person? person? Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, this is great. Okay. So this is Kelly, Kelly Foster. All right, so that's UK on the line. Kelly Foster from AfroCrowd UK on the line. So we have a full house. We're still waiting for Winnie. Um, we don't have Winnie yet, but um, as soon as we have her, I will open her line, um, uh, of course. Now, obviously, on Legacy of 1804, we generally talk about topics of interest to the Haitian community or just anything touching on Haiti, uh, the Haitian diaspora. Um, and tonight, obviously, it's, it's a, we're doing a different kind of show. And um, because <laughs> I gave myself this right, because we're talking about AfroCrowd, which I created. So... Um, uh, so, you know, uh, you know, to all of our regular listeners, hopefully, uh, obviously, as Haitians, we are part of the African diaspora. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get uh, participation from you as well. And uh, to all of those new new people who don't normally listen to Legacy of 1804, who may have tuned in specifically because of this topic, welcome. Now, um, I am going to now uh, open all, all of your lines and that is that includes you linda i'm reopening your line as well and it does look like you've taken care of your background noise so thank you um and yeah. um, please make sure to, uh, please make sure to mute yourself whenever you're not speaking and that goes for all of our guests especially since there's so many of us um and i don't know how you do that for those of you who are on the direct connect i don't know if you do even have a mute button there or if you just mute uh i I'm not sure what you would mute, but certainly for Linda, who is calling by phone, um, you certainly can mute your, your phone, okay? So I am, um, uh, Sherry, why don't you start and give an introduction of yourself? How are you doing? Um, it's really great to be here, Alice. Um, I am the program manager for AfroCrowd. I've been with AfroCrowd um, since August of 20. Well, officially in August of 2015, though it started a little bit earlier than that. And it's been a real great pleasure to go on this journey with you with AfroCrowd. And, and we're really excited to have everyone here, all the AfroCrowders and everybody here. It's a really great uh, time. All right. And next, Regine, uh, please introduce yourself. Give us a little background about yourself and how you got involved with AfroCrowd. Hi, um, I'm Rajin Hardman, and I got involved with Afro Crowd uh, during Black History Month. Really involved uh, at the Schomburg when we had an editathon, and we sort of connected with Ghana via live video stream. 
and I've been uh, going to the meetings, and I went to Montreal, which was fantastic, and Sherry and I are also working on a project for Wikipedia and librarians right now. And you are a librarian too, correct? I am indeed, yes. All right. A librarian, All right. a freelance librarian. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, that's uh, you know, so long as so long as we know what it is, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, Linda, I'm opening your line as you were still generating a little background noise. Uh, do you want to tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? And we've actually played a talk that you gave at Wikipedia Day. We've actually played that talk um, on an earlier Legacy of 1804 uh, that happened uh, sometime early in 2017. Uh, so this is, unbeknownst to you, this is your second go around on the show. Uh, do you want to just let me, let us know a little bit of background on yourself? How I got started, I met, I met you, Alice, at an event at the Left Forum. Um, Tyreen Wright invited me to an event. So I went to the event and, um, and I liked what I was hearing. Um, and then I just followed up and went to a couple more sessions, and I just got involved. I just, you learn as you go along. I think, I think that's the key. And when you do an article, each one is different. Each one is a different set of challenges. And I think the main thing is to not panic. You know, whatever it is you need to correct, you just correct it. You go figure out what it is you need to do. You know, there are guidelines, but I think even within the guidelines, there's a, a lot of freedom in how you can edit and put um, a, an article together. And I really enjoyed Montreal. It was just great being around a lot of other people that have a passion for Wikipedia, Wikimedia. And I got a chance to see exactly how broad it is. So one of my goals is to move into some other areas. So that's what I'm pretty much working on. I want to do some wiki monuments. Um, I want to start putting more photographs up because I've been asking a lot of photographers I know, and they're very reluctant. And I said, wait a minute. I got hundreds of photographs. Let me start putting okay, so, my photographs up there. So, Linda, I'm, I'm going to stop you here because we're actually having a, a pretty bad connection with you. I'm going to ask you to either oh, yeah. hang up, yeah, hang up and call back from a landline, or do your best if you can, and if you are near a laptop or a computer, to call in via the Direct Connect link that I sent and that everybody else uh, connected from, if you can. Um, you, you know, obviously, if you can't, just try to call back uh, either on your cell phone or preferably from a landline. Um, and then, as soon as you do that, I will get back to you. Uh, but in the meantime, I would like to ask Kelly Foster, joining us from the UK, um, to introduce yourself. Right, so good evening, everyone. It's it's 2 a.m. here in London. So uh, it's I know it's kind of late evening over there on the other side of the Atlantic, but it's in the middle of the night here. Um, so my name is Kelly Foster. Um, I am sort of um, uh, waving the flag for... Afro crowd on the other side of the Atlantic. Um, so my introduction to Wikipedia actually came about five years ago when I attended, I think, what I think might have been the first Black History Month event that any Wikipedia chapter has ever put on in 2012. 
Um, Black History Month in the UK is in October, so we're in the middle of Black History Month right now, and we're actually marking the 30th anniversary of Black History Month in the UK. Um, and I went along to a Black History Month editathon, and um, but I didn't really start editing Wikipedia until maybe another couple of years when um, I went along to a exhibition. Um, uh, an exhibition all about the Black Arts Movement in the UK and I was captivated by some of the work in that exhibition and I went to find out more about this particular artist that I was interested in. Her name was Claudette Johnson and I could find very little online about her so I set about writing a uh, Wikipedia article about her. So that was my first um, time creating a Wikipedia article came something like two years after I, I was initially introduced to editing. All right. This is great. This is great. Um, I think we have Linda back. Linda, is that you? Hello? Okay. All right. So let's jump straight into Canada. Um, and uh, I actually, this is going to be really cool because I was not there. And this is going to be my first experience listening to you ladies talk about um, how it was um, and what you saw there and whether you found it beneficial and whether there was anything you would have done differently. Now, of course, we have to provide a little bit of context, which is that currently um, there, are, there are suspicions that there isn't really a proportionate number of people of African descent editing Wikipedia among Wikipedia editors to their actual proportion in the population worldwide. Um, so especially at a rarefied event in, um, in, in Canada, in the West, um, for example, we know that a lot of the African Wikimedians that we had met, Sherry and I, in Ghana earlier this year were not able to um, actually come in for the most part. Um, and then there's a really vibrant community of them in Africa. Um, so, so the context is, of course, that we're trying to make sure that we bridge the multicultural gap, not just in editors, but also in the content on Wikipedia. And so this conversation is kind of supposed to enlighten us about that. And so, you know, we'd like anecdotes and we'd like, we'd really like a good conversation about what you thought the benefits were of meeting Wikipedians from all over the world. Because generally at AfroCrowd, we get together in our little workshops and, um, you know, all over New York City or wherever they're being held in the country, and we and we just edit Wikipedia together, and we'll do it for like four hours, and it's a very different experience, I assume, to uh, to join people from all over the world for a week uh, in a dedicated conference, and um, you know, discuss all sorts of topics related to editing Wikipedia. So, um, so ladies, you know, just <laughs> go right in and um, you know, share your impressions. Okay, maybe I can start, Alice. This is Sherry. Um, it was, it was a, a fantastic experience, I think, from start to finish. Um, we connected in New York. Um, Kelly came from, from London, and, and we joined a lot of other Wikipedians from all over the world who had come to New York to take what was called the wiki train from New York 
to Montreal, which is through the Adirondacks. It's beautiful, but it was also a good experience because we got a chance to kind of connect a little bit more on the way up there. And then once we were there, um, the event was just, there was just so much going on at once. And we, of course, were a keynote for um, the Wiki um, the Wiki Conference uh, North America, which was two days before Wikimania began. And both of them were being held in the same place in Montreal. So we got a kind of a two for one. And one thing that I thought that was great was that we got a lot of great feedback just from that keynote and then from the presentations that we gave over the coming days, um, uh, both in kind of a, uh, a, a different formats. One was a panel, another one was this kind of a small discussion. And um, uh, I'm sure someone else can talk a little bit more about the other um, experiences, but it was great to see um, not only the people from different parts of the world kind of talk about AfroCrowd, give us some feedback, but also kind of um, we could share what we've learned with them. But it was a great bonding experience to learn about different people's experiences from different parts of the world, to connect on different subjects and all the different kinds of um, outside of just Wikipedia, there's so much about the Wikipedia community that's robust and um, there's a lot going on. And um, actually, uh, Kelly and I think Winnie, who's going to be a guest later, they both led their own um, small events during the conferences as well. Kelly led an on what's called an unconference, and she can tell you a little bit more about that, I assume. And um, Winnie also spoke a little bit about um, Creole as a, a language um, and the importance of language on Wikipedia. So I don't know if anyone else wants to jump in about those experiences, but it was it was really fantastic. Yeah, I, I don't mind jumping in. So this is Kelly in London again. Um, so yeah, as, as Sherry said, I met everybody in New York. It was a chance to not only meet Alice and Sherry, but also um, to meet the rest of the New York chapter, which was fantastic. We had um, a morning at the uh, Metropolitan Museum uh, with the other members of the New York chapter and actually people from all over uh, the states who were preparing to make our way up to um, Montreal on the train. Um, I, I guess one of the biggest differences for me, oftentimes in London anyway, I'm the only woman that is, uh, or the only uh, woman volunteer anyway, that's attending um, some of the uh, get-togethers that um, volunteer editors have in London. So it was really refreshing to be amongst um, so many women in Montreal. It's often um, not only both women from within the wider global community, um, uh, but also uh, the people from Afro Crowd as well, because as well as very often being the only woman in London, I'm also usually the only person of African descent. So that was uh, very uh, novel for me. Um, uh, Sherry mentioned the Young Conference. Yeah, it's part of the um, North America um, conference that took place before Wikimania. There was uh, some unconference sessions. Unconferencing um, is basically a methodology that allows people to um, uh, suggest uh, conference sessions uh, kind of spontaneously and in reaction to what has gone on before. Um, so um, my session was 
on how we can think about Wikidata to increase the visibility of enslaved Africans um, on uh, the Wikimedia platforms. Um, there are so many um, digital humanities projects that look at uh, or that analyze the data of uh, enslaved Africans and the transatlantic slave trade. And a lot of that information is completely um, invisible or um, just not apparent on Wikidata. Um, so I was talking about um, some methodologies or approaches we could use to be making that information um, more visible uh, for um, enslaved Africans who are present on this uh, platform called Wikidata. For those of you who don't know what Wikidata is, it is a uh, one of the Wikimedia sister projects and is essentially a database that runs or underlies, underpins a lot of the more well-known projects such as uh, Wikipedia and Wikimedia Commons. Um, we also uh, shared a, a flat. We uh, we lived together as well whilst we're up in Montreal, which was good fun. Uh, there was lots of exploring of the city and um, uh, making our way to and from uh, the conference with uh, the other members of AfroCrowd, which was um, it, it was just so fantastic to get to know everybody. Um, one of the standout memories for me is, however, which is bittersweet. Um, at the conference, there was a map of the world, um, a paper map, and people were encouraged, um, conference delegates were encouraged to put a um, star um, in the part of the world that they were from. Um, and um, because it was a kind of stylized version of uh, the globe, uh, there were aspects of the map that were missing. And one of the most notable missing aspects was most of the islands in the Caribbean. Um, so uh, once, yeah, somebody had drawn on, <laughs> once somebody had drawn on a lot of the, uh, a lot of the Caribbean islands, um, we then started to um, add our little markers to show where we're from. Um, and we had an impromptu um, um, Caribbean gathering. Um, I am of Jamaican descent myself, and I know some of the other um, um, Afro-Crowders are also of uh, African-Caribbean descent from different islands. Um, so yeah, so we had a kind of impromptu little uh, Caribbean meetup as well, which was nice to um, get a little bit of um, representation from from the uh, African Caribbean diaspora. Um, well, that's, very again, that's very good to know. And so aside from, of course, Sherry is of Dominican descent. Uh, I was in there, but I'm, I know Winnie is of Haitian descent. You're saying that there were other people who were attending who showed up at this meetup who were, who were of Caribbean were, descent? There were a couple of Cubans who unfortunately I didn't find, but there was also one of them, uh, a woman there who was of Jamaican descent. So it was kind of us four. It was a uh, Sherry, I think Kai, um, me, and uh, I think Winnie was there as well. Yeah, so we had a kind of um, spontaneous uh, Caribbean link up. Um, but that map is really what um, brought home the kind of a, a more bitter element, and that was how much of the uh, people from the uh, southern regions of the world were, were missing from that map. The amount of people that didn't get to attend. Um, Wikimania in Montreal this year because of uh, they weren't able to obtain a visa um, to come along to the conference. So um, the absence of um, volunteers and editors 
um, from uh, uh, from the global south, as it's sometimes called, was very acutely felt. Yeah, even the Wikipedian of the year um, is our friend uh, Felix Nardi from Ghana. We met him um, when we went to Wiki in Baba, and he is the Wikipedian of the year. But he couldn't he couldn't get into the country. <laughs> And that was um, that was really too bad because um, he's been doing a lot. And it's uh, um, I think someone even I, I think it was you, Regine, who mentioned earlier something about the link with uh, Ghana and mm -hmm. uh, Zaba, and that that's been a meaningful link. And um, so yeah, it would have been good to have him there as well as many of the other people we met at Indaba mm -hmm. in in Africa in uh, Ghana, right. Um, so, is, I don't know if Linda's back on, but I do agree with Sherry and Kelly. Actually, Sherry, Kelly, Linda, and I, we did all share our space, and it was wonderful to bond with my sisters and walk back and forth to the conference. There were not a lot of people of color in the conference. It's one of those things where you, other than us, which I knew were there, it's kind of like where you're looking for the other people of color, and you're like, hmm, where are they? Um, but I think that's just, you know, the way Wiki, you know, Wikipedia is set up. Um, that's the whole point of Afro Crowd and some of these other organizations is to get, get more people who are not represented. I just want to echo um, what Sherry and Kelly said, that we had a great time. We bonded. We learned a lot. Um, we loved Montreal. Um, the things that I noticed, and I learned a lot too, like Kelly's on conference on um, how Wikidata actually uh, categorizes enslaved people. I think we talked something like as a job or, so I, I don't know, I, I got a little confused, but it was incorrect the way they categorized them. And Winnie did do a wonderful uh, workshop on Creole language and um, how that needs to be taken care of a little bit better in terms of languages in in the Wikipedia language gallery, so to speak. Um, I do want to say that the gentleman Felix is his name, even though he wasn't there, they did have a videotape of him winning the award, which they kind of surprised yeah. him. So <laughs> um, he actually didn't know he was going to win the award. They were filming him and they actually gave him the award on camera. Um, um so in my case i just enjoyed oh there were a couple other things like in terms of for cultures that are not really represented in terms of notability because wikipedia has a huge notability um um pillar and then there, so there was a lot of conversation between uh, mexico was very well represented there so there, there was a lot of conversation in some of these smaller meetings about um what notability means for people and cultures of color because they are often not the same um, as so-called mainstream notability. Um, and I do want to mention, someone said there were 900 people there in 60 countries. So I just want to let you all know that it was pretty broad, um, the uh, conference participants. Yeah, and, and you guys are discussing uh, generally um, low representation of the global south, but from my recollection of Wikimedia, Wikimedia, Wikimedia Mexico, which I attended two years ago, um, 
usually Southeast Asia is very well represented. Was that also the case this year? I'm not sure. I didn't see trust me, trust me, you, you would have noticed it. Like you would have really noticed it. <laughs> so I guess the because obviously there's, there's a high amount of pigment in Southeast Asia and in, in um, at, Wikimedia, at Wikimedia Mexico, it was it was obvious like right away. I you know I, I I was seeing a lot of dark skin and but it mostly belonged to people from the from Southeast Asia. So if you guys didn't I, notice, I, it means that somehow yeah, their yeah, their representation decreased. I just want to say no, this is what I'm saying. Just give and then I'll stop. Is that it's one of those things where you go into a huge auditorium filled with hundreds of people, and you are literally like craning your neck to see the other people of color. Um, Alice, just to respond to that, no, there there were some people um, from the Indian subcontinent there, but not necessarily in the numbers that I would have expected. Yeah, we um, in in uh, Wikimania, Wikimania from last year um, in Italy. It was, um, you know, uh, I think there was a pretty good contingent. I think we we um, uh, from my recollection, we um, when we did the uh, editathon for the refugees there, um, we uh, were able to link up with people from uh, Southeast Asia. As well as Felix and um, myself, and some people from Wikimedia New York City, and um, we, I think, it shows just the difference that it makes to have um, people from a, a representative parts of the world because um, because there were people there, we were able to hone in on a need, which is that there were refugees there from um, some of these countries. And um, because of the connection, we were able to do something positive in the little time that we had there. And that was, um, I think, during this little editathon that we had, um, someone from an entire different dialect was able to start um, editing uh, in their language, which I think hadn't been available before. And there were other insights gotten during that time. So it is very valuable to have representative, um, uh, I don't know if demographics is the word, but a more representative population at these um, global events because um, the connection is more meaningful and it makes a stronger connection um, when everyone can participate. I have a feeling that, that Canada Canada's visa uh, policy this year was extremely harsh because, again, in Mexico, you, you know, the, the Southeast Asians were very well represented. And to me, they were about, honestly, they were about a quarter of the people there. So if you guys didn't see that, it's probably for the same reason that there weren't that many Africans and mm -hmm. that the visas just, just weren't given out. Um, that, that's the only, only thing I can think of. It was an opportunity to hear about the work that Wikimedia Canada are doing with um, various First Nation communities and also with the um, uh, Quebec um, archives about uh, documenting and broadening access to um, photographs and archive material that um, documents the First Nations in uh, First Nation communities 
um, in that region. So that was quite um, exciting uh, to hear about and to see in action. Okay, it looks like we, we, may, we may have either Winnie or a question. I think it's a question. So I'm going to open mm -hmm. caller in 813. I'm opening your line. Caller in 813, you're live. Uh, yes, hi, good evening. Um, I'm, I'm curious as to, um, it sounds like an awful lot of hard work that you guys are putting in a lot of hard work, a lot of hours. I'm curious as to how you gauge the impact of your work. Um, how do you get feedback? How do you know whether you're having an impact? If yes, what sort of impact do you feel you're having? Um, do you want me to take that, Alice? Please. Um, so we have, um, uh, it, that's a very good question, and it also depends on how you gauge success. I think in a lot of ways, I mean, we have metrics. We have everyone who comes to our, our events that are at least uh, computer-based edit-a-thons. Um, they sign in. We have metrics concerning um, those numbers. We also have our social media numbers to kind of gauge participation in that way. And we also kind of, um, you know, just follow along what our goals are. We have some preset goals that we start off with. Uh, we want ever so many, uh, 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 as far as statistics, we want ever so much of this or of that. But I think overall, it really is in um, the engagement aspect of what we're doing. We want to, um, just just to see that people like the Afro-Crowders who are here tonight, um, people like Linda um, Winnie, when she, does join, when she joins us, um, and of course, Regine, and their participation and the participation from others and the the resonance within um, those who come in and what their feedback is on some of our feedback pages where they tell us, you know, how it went. Um, we, we see repeat faces. So it's really kind of, um, if it makes sense, it's, it's kind of a, of a round number. Um, and it, it's, it's looking at the impact in the community and the people that we do target and we do want to participate as well as the actual quantifiable numbers for our preset goals as well as metrics. Um, and I, I can add I'm going to add to that. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I, uh, obviously, when uh, when Africa started, we were we were narrowly holding editathons strictly in um, New York City. And um, the fact that Kelly Foster from the UK is on the line tonight is a testament to the fact that the word got out that we wanted this to spread. And so she took it upon herself to reach out to us and say, I would like to do something similar, but targeted to the landscape in the UK where I am and can I be AfroCrowd UK? And we're also in talk with somebody in LA. Um, there's also an organization called the Black Lunch Table, who we provided train. Uh, this is an organization strictly of black artists, who we provided trainings to uh, in our beginnings, who uh, have these edit-a-thons, but, you know, mostly geared towards black art and, you know, um, bridging the, the, the gap on black artists on Wikipedia, who hold these events uh, all over the country because they have chapters all over the country. <clears throat> So 
the virality and the the you know the fact that people are holding these uh, more and more, and uh, we also have uh, a gauge just from the press and from culture, you know, from the um, um, uh, you know from the trends around us. We know now, definitely in New York, but also even in places like. Uh, Detroit, where, where Sherry and I were invited to give uh, uh, offer one of these seminars in the summer, that um, it is becoming trendy among Black literati to to hold these, which is kind of we thought one of the ways that this would work. We've also been in the New York Times. Um, we were featured, uh, I think, mentioned in the Guardian just this past month in the UK, and um, and and lots of other. Um, press as well. So it's been, um, it's definitely been a, a, a roller coaster and it, it's been a, a very quick growth as well. Uh, we're growing four times faster than we expected as far as our outreach. And, um, and uh, as we speak, we're booked all the way up until the spring. So it's definitely something that um, has become, uh, uh, I think, a little transcendent of, our, of the original scope. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that I wanted to say also was um, it's the engagement and the partnerships and the inspiration and um, the outreach that really grows. And you can tell by the fact that we all went to Montreal. Um, Kelly and I met in Montreal and then I've just come from London and we've done a project over there in London. Um, Sherry, uh, Sherry and I are doing a project with librarians here online. Um, Linda and I talked about doing some projects. So it's really, I think AfroCrowd has a great reputation, but they also, we also have the ability to inspire others just to kind of join and do their own thing while they're working with us. So the growth, I think, is a, is a good measurement of success. And it looks like somebody else wanted to add something. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, uh, Ug, I know this is you. <laughs> Are you satisfied with this answer? Uh, and is there a follow-up follow question? Ug? Okay. All right. So, uh, he may have stepped away. <clears throat> so, let's uh, continue our conversation. I guess this is as good a time as any to address something that um, I think we could have done better, um, both in, well, and especially with our representation, with our Afrocrad representation as at uh, Wikimania, which is that, you know, our representation was not gender balanced at all. Um, and obviously our, our meaning that we were all women. Um, and our mission uh, is to um, uh, make sure that we bridge the, the, the multicultural gap on Wikipedia um, and bring it to people of African descent, and that is both uh, male and female. Um, now, that doesn't mean our our actual editathons are actually pretty gender balanced, but somehow somehow our our representation at at Wikimedia itself, because we were kind of rushing last minute to like enlist volunteers, um, you know, that kind of didn't really happen in terms of our representation. But it's something that we're uh, cognizant of and that we want to work on for uh, definitely for next year. So um, call in 646. I'm now opening your line. I'm not sure if it's Winnie or 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 caller, but 
all of your lines are open. So, so please feel free to jump in and um, ask questions. But the caller in 646, do you want to introduce yourself? I think that's me. This is Linda Fletcher Doppel. Uh, I, I really enjoyed going to the conference. It was good uh, to meet different people, people that, that really have a passion for what they're doing. And I learned a lot more about um, Wikimedia, uh, Wikipedia, and there's so many ways to grow within the, within the structure, you know, beyond just doing articles. And some of the, the events, people have sim similar problems that we have here. How to, you know, people can show up to edit thons, but how do you keep them engaged? That popped up a lot. It was a lot of discussion around that. And also, I got into a lot of different conversations with different people. And a lot of people, whether they were of African descent or people of color in general, it's the same problem as far as mainstream media. And we, we just don't get the media coverage. So I think the issue is we have to create our own information sources. And how do we get them to become credible? Because we really can't depend on mainstream media. A lot gets left out. Yeah, and just, so for I, context, I, I, just, just for context, because there are people here who don't edit Wikipedia, uh, the reason the issue of mainstream media is important um, is because for something to be put on Wikipedia, it, you can't just put anything on Wikipedia. The, 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 your, your topic has to be notable, and, it, it, and, um, and notability means that it's already been written about in essentially mainstream media or academic uh, publications or anything peer-reviewed and that you know whereas things that are when you put something on and you don't have citations to some form of mainstream media it's it's weaker and it, it tends and, and it's more susceptible to being removed by the people who monitor uh, Wikipedia and, and 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 notability than if it does have a mainstream source so the the reason um, Linda brought this up is uh, is, is, is obviously since we are dealing with putting uh, information about uh, people of African descent or the history of people of African descent uh, on Wikipedia or even the geography of um, countries with Afro-descendants, what happens is that very often, um, you know, we don't find mainstream media covering the topics that we would we would want to add. So hopefully that 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 provides a lot of context. Now, Linda. Um, you can continue, and then there's another caller in 646 on the line whose um, who's line I've opened, So, and they haven't spoken yet, so they too, at some point, I'm, we're, we're hoping to hear from them, if they want, of course, to speak. But Linda, go on. And then, okay, and then also I've noticed, like I've done a lot of artists, I've done a lot of gardeners, a lot of diff different things, community organizers, but one of the, the issues I found with artists, they don't have someone to help them with the press and the media. So I talk to a lot of artists, and I, and I remind them how important it is. And mainstream media, it could be a local, a lot of the local newspapers are considered credible. And, and I talk to artists, and so, so it's important that they connect with 
stuff like DNA information, that's another network here, the patch, uh, the Amsterdam News is considered credible. I've used those sources. Even the Beacon and Our Time Press. And then also I think our community needs a lot more bloggers, like especially with the newspapers. So there's a lot that our press can do to help people who do Wikipedia articles. And I've had talks with, uh, with one of the editors at the Amsterdam News about that. But we just have to keep having these conversations with our community, the importance of, of source information and, and interviews and, and being bloggers so that information can, can get out there. Because a lot of the articles that I do for Wikipedia, it, I just get enough, just enough references. And then sometimes it's a little challenging because they, they might reject it, but then I go find more and more and more, so I have to really dig. But so far, it's, it's been pretty good. All right. <clears throat> um, if, uh, if there are no more points on that, I think where I'd like to move this is <clears throat> I'd like us to move into discussing concretely something that we learned at Wikimania that we were either shocked to learn or very happy to learn, whether it's a skill or a fact. And I know m most of you have already done a run through of what you found most impressive, um, but uh, it, it would be interesting to, to kind of go into, uh, you know, pinpointing little things that we may have learned or, or found out at Wikimania that we didn't expect. Or, or that, that changed the way we even look at our participation in this movement. Uh, I can well, I saw, on that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Linda. Okay. I saw a bigger scope beyond just doing a Wikipedia article, just uh, Wikidata. I've done some, putting some photographs up there, but I want to focus on putting more images on Wikimedia. Because usually I'll just take a picture of somebody and I'll, and I'll put it up there. And I've talked to a lot of people who are photographers and they are very reluctant to put their work up there. So I said, okay, so I will put my work up there. So that's one of the things I've been focusing on, putting images up. Because I go to a lot, of, uh, a lot of the photography that I do for years, I go to events. And most of my photographs take place at events. Uh, Nigerian Independence Day, they had something a few weeks ago, uh, African American Day Parade. So I do a lot of events because I feel like when you go to events, you, you get the best expressions. People are more expressive. It could take you months to get that kind of energy. So I'm going to just start putting a lot of my images up. So that's what I'm focusing on. And there's so many ways to grow even, you know, beyond the uh, doing articles. So I have a lot of growing to do to move into some different areas. And also I, I, I realize that it's actually a movement. And I find a lot of the people that are engaged in Wikimedia, Wikipedia, are people who are very passionate about what, what they're doing. And I mm -hmm. think that's a good thing. And I don't know how you get people passionately involved. Uh, I don't know how you train people to be passionately engaged in doing research. 
I mean, you can have great conversations with people about an article you're working on, but how do you take it a step further? And so that's part of well, the dilemma I find myself in. You can have great conversations. And one of the things I like about doing articles, it's a history lesson. You learn so much. And it's a way of engaging with, with history directly. I think also mm -hmm. another thing is... Yeah. Um, go go ahead. ahead. Well, we're all going to speak. That's so, right. Regina, Regina, no, Regina and Regina and Sherry. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, I was just going to say that um, Wikidata was a big thing, like an eye opener for me because there, Wikidata also allows you another way into adding um, to Wikipedia other than doing articles. So you can either add data about uh, people and places that are already there, or you can start by adding Wikidata and then build an article from there. So Wikidata was an eye-opener for me. Um, also, because I'm a librarian, there were a lot of librarian meetings and workshops, so I got to meet um, librarians from all over and join up with them. So that was good for me. And the third thing really was I learned um, that the the reason that we also need to be you know, encouraging or gaining our numbers in terms of people of color and people of African descent and is not only because not only because of the notability, but if you have other people or people who are not familiar with your culture writing articles, um, they might not understand the nuances of the culture. So it's important for us to go back and read some of the articles about things that we know about to make sure that it's actually represented correctly. So your perspective as a person of color or a person who is not really represented in Wikipedia, one of your jobs is to review some of the things that are there and make sure they actually are correct. And I'll just give one short example. Because um, I went to a meeting yesterday, and there's a gentleman who writes from the Bronx. We all know the Bronx. I come from the Bronx. Um, and he was saying how the way that Wikipedia has divided the Bronx is not the same way that people of the Bronx divide their neighborhoods. I mean, so that's just one like concrete example that if you're living in a place, how you write about it is very, very different than someone who is removed from that place and writing about it from um, uh, resources that are also removed. Exactly. Fascinating. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Sherry? Very true as well. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to add that um, I think I think everything everyone said was great. Um, I think another takeaway that I got from the conference is that there's a lot of ways to ally ourselves with mm -hmm. um, other efforts that are happening. There's a lot of ways that um, the things that matter to us also matter to other communities that may also be facing some underrepresentation. For example, uh, we have connected with um, the Dulit Indian community and um, an organization uh, called Whose Knowledge that's working on, um, on some important issues. Um, uh, with marginalized communities. Um, there's a lot of linguistic overlap. We've been a part of a translate-a-thon recently 
But um, I think while we were at uh, Wikimania, just connecting with people that have so many different um, languages that they speak, um, I think a lot of people in um, in, in the Afro-descendant community understands what it feels like to walk in a room where no one really under really speaks your language and how great it is to find your language represented somewhere. Um, uh, Winnie uh, definitely spoke about um, Creole and uh, uh, you know uh, that it's the it's a language that that um, that can sometimes be uh, underrepresented or misunderstood. Um, uh, I think uh, Kelly, you spoke about how um, language is important in in uh, uh, as far as um, when you're referencing things like slavery and and what that sounds like, and um, and and just just so many different ways that we can connect with different communities. Um, there was I'm a violinist, and there was even uh, a musician there that was doing a project on that. So so coming back from it, just as um, one of the people kind of tasked with putting together programs for AfroCrowd, um, there were so many ideas of how we could um, continue to grow in connection within the community on many different topics and subjects. And so that was also very rewarding. <clears throat> I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad let's you mentioned that because let's hear, let's hear Regine for a second, and then we'll come back to you, Linda. Okay. Okay. I, I think uh, that no, was Kelly. It, it, yeah, it Kelly. Was Kelly. <laughs> um, uh, so I think we were reflecting on kind of what was surprising to learn. Yeah. For me, what was surprising and refreshing uh, from Wikimania is uh, how forward-thinking the movement is. I think uh, Wikimania, um, or Wikimedia, the Wikimedia Foundation, I should say, was in the midst of its strategy planning for um, the uh, next uh, 13 or so years, uh, the 2030 strategy, thinking what will, what will Wikimedia, um, that, so that's Wikipedia, the encyclopedia and its sister projects, be like over the next 10 years. So being quite forward-thinking, I found, um, really insightful, um, plus a number of the um, a number of the uh, conference sessions were about different ways of uh, transmitting uh, knowledge. So things that are not only text-based, are not only written, but also thinking about audio and um, video as well. So um, I, I found that really interesting to think about, especially because so many aspects of um, culture in the African diaspora is uh, intangible. Um, there is both the kind of all tradition through which we um, transmit information um, about our cultures, um, and then there's also so much of um, our culture that is um, that is about how it's experienced and how it's performed. So I'm very interested going forward over the next few years to start thinking about how we can use uh, video and audio to really transform. Um, how we uh, present and invite people to engage with information on platforms like Wikipedia. If I could just mention, um, just dovetailing on what Kelly just said, um, we are in the process of um, working on an oral history um, uh, program with Columbia with their oral history master's program. 
And um, so that's something that's in effect right now. And over the summer, we connected with people at uh, in Detroit at the Allied Media Conference, and we gave a presentation in connection with them on oral history. And um, it's complicated on Wikipedia right now, but um, that's also an exciting area to be to be looking at. Um, Alice, can I just quickly mention something um, since we're yeah. talking with Kelly? Um, we have a, a listserv that we started. It's an international listserv. And it, it, it became apparent, um, uh, you and I were talking about um, AfroCrowd UK, and I just wanted to let your listeners know about the listserv that they can join if they're interested in kind of connecting with AfroCrowd on a regular basis. We have a newsletter that goes out. Um, and if they're interested, they can go to tinyurl, so that's T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash myafrocrowd, so that's M-Y-Afrocrowd, to get on our listserv. And if they're also interested in following us on social media and just kind of keeping up to the minute on what's happening, because like we said before, there's something happening every month, um, they can follow us on social media as well at hashtag AfroCrowd on all social media, on Twitter especially, at AfroCrowdIT, so AfroCrowdIT, and on Facebook and Instagram, at AfroCrowd. And of course, there's AfroCrowd.org for our website, so there's many ways to stay in touch. Um, and and then tell us, that, tell us that tiny URL again so I can, I can tweet it. By the way, ladies, Everything we're discussing tonight, and I encourage you to do the same. I am tweet. I'm trying to, as much as possible, live tweet this conversation at the hashtag LOF1804 and also AfroCrowd. So I encourage you, if you're inclined, so that we can have a, a, a you know as much coverage of what's being discussed, to tweet what it is you're hearing on the show or saying on the show. Um, you know, if you if you feel like it. Um, again, the hashtags are LOF1804 and of course AfroCrowd and um, Sherry, if you can repeat that tiny URL with the listserv, I'm, I'm about to tweet it. Sure, and, and this, this listserv is international. We're sharing it with the United Kingdom and whoever in the world wants to connect with us. Um, and it's uh, tiny URL, so T-I-N-Y, U-R as in Robert, L as in Lamb, dot com forward slash AfroCrowd, A-F-R-O, C-R-O-W-D, um, sorry, excuse me, my AfroCrowd, that's important. So tinyurl.com forward slash my, M-Y, M as in Margaret, Y as in yellow, AfroCrowd. So my AfroCrowd. Yeah, and that's, that's a good place to find out about monthly events, um, wherever they're happening, because we're going to try to consolidate as many of the events that we know of globally as possible in that, in that, on the listserv. And of course, you can visit www, well, you can visit AfroCrowd.org um, to find out. Uh, you know, and I also, that's also and another can, place. Can I quickly mention, um, we're talking about um, Wikimania. Wikimania is going to be in South Africa next year. And, um, and I've been to South Africa before, I actually um, was there for, for a little bit of time. It's a wonderful place. We're going to be in Cape Town. So um, if anyone is interested in connecting with AfroCrowd, um, that's all the way in the summer of next year. So you have tons of time to plan. And it would be great to have um, a good contingent of, of people from the states uh, in South Africa if you want to look that far ahead. 
Um, and I, I guess we might as well mention that um, as the African Wikimedians are becoming increasingly organized, um, Sherry and I, since we are both of Caribbean descent and there are others of Caribbean descent on the line, we are trying to see if we could move, start slowly moving towards some form of Caribbean Wikipedian meetup in the Caribbean in the next, I don't know, optimistically in the next two years. Um, so, you know, if as you know, if 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 we get Wikipedians from the Caribbean listening tonight, we'd love for you to reach out to us or tell us about Wikipedians that you may know of who reside in the Caribbean. That would be that that would be of much help to us. Now, I believe um, Linda had something to say. So, Linda, if we could jump to you, and then I I there's a specific episode that I'm I'm shocked hasn't yet come up yet that I want to. Um, that I want to bring up after. So Linda, go ahead. Do we still have Linda? Okay. Um, so we may have lost Linda or she may have stepped away. So um, caller in 646, uh, I guess you did not have your hand up. I, I opened your line anyway, and I'm not talking about Linda here, the other caller in 646. Uh, I'm assuming you actually did not want to speak, which is fine. Uh, but if you do, we would like to hear from you. Okay. All right. So what I, know, I wanted I to discuss. I'm sorry. I know uh, the last guest, Winnie, um, was having some issues on her her end, so I'm not sure if it's a computer issue. Maybe that was her. Okay. All right. So what I wanted to move move to next, uh, ladies, is uh, at some point, I know in the beginning when you gave the keynote, um, AfroCrowd ended up being added to Wikipedia um, in semi-controversial circumstances. So I don't know if anybody wants to um, go over that uh, episode. Which I mean, I, I think it makes perfect sense. I think Africa at this point is notable by the standards of having been written about. Um, so there is now an, a, a pretty, uh, it's it's not super developed, but there is an Afro crowd entry now. Um, and Linda, it looks like you called back. I just reopened your line. There is an Afro crowd entry now on Wikipedia that was added, of course, by no one here because we would, if anyone here um, added or edited the Afrocrat entry, we, we, may, we might have a, a semi-conflict of interest. So none of us actually did this. Somebody in the audience took it upon themselves to add Afrocrowd to Wikipedia. Um, so I don't know if um, Sherry or, or, or anyone wants to, wants to delve into that uh, episode. Um, it was um, I, it was just a, a great uh, um, uh, during our our keynote at WikiCon you at, uh, WikiCon North America. Um, someone in the audience thought it was um, a good time to to add that entry, so that's how I learned about it. Can you hear me? Yes. You can hear me. Okay, I don't know what happened. Okay, um, the topic that we had before, uh, there's an organization uh, of people of African descent in Central and South America called Cabo. And I've been knowing this group since 2008. And they are very well organized. And someone just told me that they're going to have another conference in December. And it's going to be in Belize. And they are extremely organized. 
so I will forward you the information. It might be a little bit too late because they're having something in December. But I think it's a good organization to connect with. Agreed. Uh-oh, I'm lost. No, no, no. You're here. We have you. Oh, okay. And they do a lot of good work. A lot of good work. And I think it was maybe it was about maybe five, six years ago, they had, they had their Cabo Conference here in New York. And I attended it when they had it here. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Um, so uh, if we have lurkers, and I know we always do, who have questions or listening online, um, please uh, make sure to call in as, as soon as you can. Uh, call in as soon as you can. Uh, so that um, we can we can get your question in because we're we're going to be starting to wrap up. Um, I we don't have Winnie. Uh, I I think this may be the weekend of the Patient Creole Symposium, although I'm not certain. Uh, and she may be attending that, and so that may be what is um, part of the problem. Um, although at 10 p.m. it would have probably ended already. So um, well, in London. In London, we're marking um, Creole Day on Sunday. So um, I think yes. in a huge part for the kind of Creolphony around the world, I know in uh, St. Lucia and Dominica and other Caribbean yes. islands as well, uh, October is Creole Heritage Month. And there's a, I assume there's similar events going on in New York. Yes, because it is the same thing. Yes, it is the same thing. There are, I, I, I'm not sure if it's November, uh, but anyway, there's uh, Haitian Creole, well, Creole, I mean, it's Haitian Creole because I guess we're the largest Creolophone community in the United States. Uh, but yeah, there are Haitian Creole symposia taking place in the next few weeks all over the East Coast, especially. There's, there's definitely um, a series of events for the whole month in Massachusetts. There's, and then there's um, the annual Haitian Creole symposium, which takes place every year at Brooklyn College, which I, uh, I really should know this a little better, but I, I believe it's this weekend. Um, if not, it's going to be next weekend or something like that. So, and of course, Winnie being the, you know, the founder of the Haitian Creole Language Institute and teaching and kind of holding the torch of Haitian Creole at NYU as a professor, um, you know, should be kind of front, front and center there. So if, since she's not here, I guess that, and then since this is Legacy of 1804, I, I might as well uh, let the listeners know that um, Winnie has been involved with AfroCrowd almost from our inception. Uh, we have, uh, we have uh, worked with her classroom at NYU, uh, her Haitian Creole language classroom, where her students, I think, added so much information about Haiti. They, they're, not Creole, they're not Creole speaking enough to add it in Creole, but they added so much information about Haiti on Wikipedia that Winnie, I think, Winnie had the classroom that, that yeah. added the most bites to Wikipedia that semester um, and, and got invited to speak at, I, I believe, uh, one of the conferences by the Wiki EDU Foundation. Um, yeah, it was, um, so, yes, Go ahead. it was, uh, it was Wikicon um, uh, USA and North America in right. San Diego. And she was phenomenal. Right. Yeah, exactly. uh, I looked at the symposium. Um, the symposium is on the 28th. 
Oh, good. Perfect. Because I really should be in attendance. And if it was this weekend, unfortunately, I would not be able to make it and I would at least like to show up. So that's good. So, so the symposium is not this weekend. Yes. I believe that actually uh, for us in, in the U.S. it's going to be November where all that um, it's, it's either October or November, probably October. But like most of the uh, activity is going to be starting to happen in the next few weeks. So the other thing is um, that um so so winnie has done that work and so she she traveled with afro crowders to wikimania she presented as everybody um and discussed and um there is a haitian creole Wiki, uh, haitian creole wikipedia i am actually one of the two um uh administrators of that and there's a lot of work to be done around the haitian creole wikipedia and i i want to hopefully continue doing that work hand in hand with winnie so it's 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 been great to have her and for the listeners of legacy of h04 definitely there's a lot of promise to being able to have um uh, a haitian creole wikipedia with more articles with more of a community surrounding it uh currently the two administrators uh one is me and the other is a is a is a woman who is a westerner who is, you know is not of haitian descent um or even of african descent and so I think that in the future, it would be nice, and this happens a lot with the small language Wikipedias, including the ones for Africa, where we don't yet have a critical mass of our local communities adopting these sites um, and making them their own. Um, and so, you know, they end up being, you know, run by expats mostly. And uh, hopefully we can, and I, I would really love to see us as a community take, take over our Haitian Creole Wikipedia, adopt it and make it work for us, uh, especially since we have so much illiteracy in Haiti and we need, you know, we we need knowledge in Creole, in you know, on the on the web, and we're we're um, we're very vocal in Creole on the social media, which is great. Uh, very vocal in Creole on, on Facebook, on Twitter, and there's no reason why we can't also make this tool and and spend some energy uh, beefing up. Um, uh, 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 entries in Creole that can be used by uh, children in Haiti um, who uh, can access Wikipedia through uh, Digicel's Wikipedia Zero program, can access, can access it for free without using their minutes. Um, so, so that's a tool that we can, um, you know, we were talking about Bitcoin on the show two weeks ago. Um, Wikipedia is another one of those tools that um, has promised uh, so long as we um, so long, so long as we actually adopt it. So, um, so let's, uh, ladies, try before you to... move on, Alice. Yes. Before you move on, can I just address something about the different language Wikipedias? Um, so, yes. not many people know that um, there are actually around 290 languages that Wikipedia, the free online encyclopedia, is in, is available in. Um, so, um, I think most of us here on the call. Um, are familiar with editing the English language Wikipedia, which is the largest one, which has around 5.5 million articles. Let me repeat that: 5.5 million articles on English uh, Wikipedia, and also the French language Wikipedia is one of the largest as well. So the Haitian Creole Wikipedia is separate to uh, that, and it's one of the at least three that I know of. Um, 
Caribbean Creole languages that have their own Wikipedia. Uh, Jamaican also has its own uh, Wikipedia, which follows the standardized orthography of Jamaican as written by the linguist uh, Frederick Cassidy. And Papiamento as well has its own um, Wikipedia. But I think, as you said, Alice, one of the issues for us is really thinking about how these encyclopedias can work for um, these communities, whether it be um, at home or whether it be in the diaspora, these communities which are essentially bilingual. Um, um, and also how powerful it is as well to have an encyclopedia written in your own language. And from the perspective um, of the people of that country as well. Um, so there's a lot. So there's a lot of work was, to be done. Was that you generating um, your own echo? I think so. I was really enjoying okay. what I had to say, I think. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of work to be done. And I think one of the callers earlier on who uh, was asking us kind of how do we measure success, one of the things that he said um, is to recognize how much hard work it is to edit Wikipedia. Most of us do it as volunteers. Um, I do most of my editing whilst I'm at home um, in my dressing gown with a cup of hot cocoa, nothing stronger, I promise. Um, but most of it is done um, as volunteers. And one of the things that really um, uh, motivates me is wanting to improve the um, the accessibility their own heritage. And Wikipedia is a, is a key platform on which to do that. We kind of take for granted how ubiquitous it is online, this uh, um, encyclopedia, which has essentially replaced a lot of um, uh, other um, encyclopedias and, and operates really as a fantastic finding aid, to uh, use the librarian uh, term, a fantastic introduction um, to a lot of aspects. But there's a lot missing um, that relates to uh, people of African descent in the diaspora, and also there's a lot. There's also a gap, I think, which relates to the um, international links of the diaspora as well. So, the Portuguese language Wikipedia has um, representation of Afro-Portuguese or Afro-Brazilian people and the struggles that they've had, but that isn't always ad adequately translated into English. So we are, um, and you know, that could, that's a model that could be applied to a number of different languages and nationalities. So um, we, these are the um, challenges that we face and these are the challenges that I hope to be uh, contributing to solving and addressing with the work that AfroCloud does in the UK. Um, and also as well, it's the potential, uh, my background is working in um, archives and museums. I used to formally work with uh, Black Cultural Archives, which is um, the, uh, uh, which as, as it says on the tin basically, is an archive of um, the history of people of African descent in the UK, which is based down in Brixton, in uh, London, where I'm from. Um, the potential that we have as well to work with black-led organisations, many of whom, whether they're organising around health or whether they're organising around education or whether they're organising around other issues to do with uh, sort of social mobility and equality, often at the core they have with how do they share accurate um, representative information about their their communities of interest. 
Um, so it's a potential that Africa has as well to work with a lot of these black-led organisations, which I find particularly exciting. And of course, it's an opportunity to connect more widely um, with the diaspora online, as we're doing right now on this podcast. All right. Uh, so well put. So well put. And um, hearing you talk, Kelly, about the um, the, the various um, patois and creoles from the Caribbean on Wikipedia, including the, the Jamaican one, the Haitian one, the uh, Papamiento one, um, makes me all the more excited uh, about the conversations that could, could be had if we did uh, accomplish some form of a Caribbean um, Wikipedian meetup in the next two years. Um, so that, that, that would be extremely exciting. So ladies um, and, uh, of course, gentlemen, uh, we don't forget that we, we had the gentleman, the gentleman caller. Uh, this has been a great conversation. Um, uh, this, actually, this format is cool, and I think that we may even try to do this, uh, I don't know, maybe even periodically, maybe even quarterly, uh, kind of to apprise our listeners and just generally um, our, our social media followers on the AfroCrowd social media about what, uh, you know, global AfroCrowd is up to, you know, I don't know, some, something like maybe every quarter. Um, that may be something that we do and we can use this platform or another, but of course this platform is already established, so why not? Um, so thank you so much. I'm not sure if there are final parting words, uh, things that uh, we have not mentioned yet that people uh, feel need to come up before we before we uh, before we part. But uh, to me, this has been this has been very uh, informative, very enriching uh, to have everybody on the line. And of course, uh, we're still trying to attempt a um, a, a three way between um, Kelly, myself. Uh, myself and Sherry and our interlocutor in LA. We're going to accomplish this in the next month, I promise. Um, but um, yeah, l why don't we uh, why don't we make sure that we have touched on um, everything we need to touch on before we um, before we before we separate? Well, um, I'm glad you mentioned that, Alice, because we do have some things coming up that I, I thought maybe the listeners might be interested in. Um, right now, uh, we are in the beginning stages of, we already did the beta test of um, what we're calling a translatathon, and that is um, exactly what it sounds like. It's an editathon that's focused on translating items from one language to another. And um, it would be great to have um, people come in who speak Creole or any other language um, to kind of uh, up, the, up the representation of the language on Wikipedia um, in some small way during that time. We're looking at the spring for this, so um, there's plenty of time for those who are interested um, to plan to kind of join us. So just keep your eyes on uh, peeled for the dates for that. It's going to be um, likely going to be in um, either April or May. Um, so if you could get in touch with us, you can contact me personally, Sherry at AfroCrowd.org, or of course get on the listserv um, at tinyurl.com/myafrocrowd. And um, and we also have an event that's coming up in uh, December that's going to be local as well. So basically just keep your eyes peeled on the AfroCrowd Twitter or if you can join the listserv and you'll get an idea of some of the things that we have that you can be a part of. 
And uh, Kelly, what what do you have cooking in the UK? (laughs) So cooking in the UK is we're all trying to get to the end of October. Um, Black History Month this year has been a kind of bumper year because we're celebrating the 30th um, anniversary of Black History Month. Um, I was at number 10 Downing Street night before last, uh, which was a very surprising address uh, by uh, Theresa May recognizing that black history is part of British history, which is generally not a message that has been forthcoming from the Prime Minister's office before. Uh, so that was quite interesting. So we're all, we're all kind of walk, working towards the conferences and events that are taking place over the next couple of weeks as we come towards the end of Black History Month in the UK. But next year for Afro Crowd UK, we will be having a presence at Afro Tech Fest, um, which is a two-day festival of uh, tech by and for black people of African Caribbean heritage, which features um, talks, workshops, installations, and promises much, much more. So that will be at the end of January in 2018. And then also in spring of 2018, probably around about April time, we will be collaborating with the Ibo Conference in London. The Ibo Conference um, uh, celebrates and documents Ibo language and culture um, in the UK and is kind of one of the largest um, conferences in the um, Ibo diaspora. So we'll be um, doing some events with them this summer as well. Um, if any of you are in the uh, in the UK and if the listeners out there are in the UK and would like to um, talk about um, doing stuff with Afro Crowd UK, feel free to get in touch with me. The easiest way to reach out to me is probably um, uh, by Twitter. Um, feel free to at me, and my uh, Twitter handle is at London Labrish. So that's at L O N D O N L A B R I S H. And if you want to know what Labrish means, uh, you can look up uh, the venerable uh, Miss Lou, Louise Bennett, um, uh, Jamaican uh, hero, poet, and folklorist for a definition of the Jamaican word Labrish. And that's London Labrish, correct? At London Yeah, that's right. Labrish. Even if you just search, yes, even if you just search for my name on Twitter, okay. I come up with I've got the it. options on the people. I've got it. That's great. Um, and so uh, I know that now, of course, uh, Regine and Linda, you are with us in, here in New York. But you're both extremely active. I know Regine as a librarian, you've got a lot cooking. Um, no, that's what we want in AfroCrowd. We want people who come and take this tool and bring it to their communities and make it work mm-hmm. for them and, 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 and do it in their work and are just self-starters who are just going to spread this movement. Um, so Regine, tell us about what you are cooking. And then of course, Linda, who's always got something going on, uh, including the 15 article she's already written about uh, all sorts mm-hmm. of uh, Harlem activists. Uh, and, you know, including the, you know, the, the, the Ralph Nader of Harlem, all, all of those people were added to Wikipedia, thanks to Linda. So, Regine, tell us what you've got cooking, and then we'll close with Linda. Okay. Um, so, um, Sherry and I are presenting on Afro Crowd next week, but where we're presenting is an online Wikipedia and librarian um, course. It's a nine-week course, and... Um, next week is on how to outreach to your community and 
um, because of our presentation at Montreal uh, um, in Canada, the Wikimedia Mania Conference, uh, we were asked by Web Junction to uh, sort of be the voice of how to reach out to your community. And Sherry and I have been working diligently on that presentation. I think it's going to be fantastic. And that's going out to um, like 300 public librarians, mostly in the United States, but also in some of the islands. Um, so we're really getting the word about Afro crowd out. Um, and other things to be D. But right now, that's what I'm working on. That's fantastic. Uh, Linda. Mm -hmm. well, I'm working on an article about uh, a famous banker entrepreneur uh, from Chicago. And it's a very important piece of Chicago history that's actually left out of the narrative. And it's, I'm, I'm learning so much from this. And uh, I know um, the grandson, and his grandfather was very influential in changing banking laws, um, how, our, how our deposits are being secured, and he's actually missing from the narrative. And this is a very, very important part of American history from 1919 to 1929, when we actually had a... Uh, uh, a financial, economic, I would say a revolution. And it was so much that was gained in a matter of 10 years. And when I have different conversations with people, they are absolutely amazed at what happened. And a lot of why the history of what happened in Chicago is left out, people hear about the Harlem Renaissance, but they don't hear about the Chicago Renaissance, which had a stronger, stronger economic base and again, it becomes the issue of the media because a lot of the, the artists in the Harlem Renaissance had, had white patrons. And because they had white patrons, they got more press. And then there wouldn't have been a Harlem Renaissance without the Marcus Garvey movement. So it's always these schisms, but Chicago is completely missing. So I've been learning. I've been wanting to do, this, do something on Chicago for about a year and a half. So I'm finally uh, really getting into some Chicago history. And I think it's a lot that we could learn in terms of building community. It's been done before. And it's, it's just amazing history. So I'm about halfway through uh, writing it. All right. Well, that's quite amazing. Mm -hmm. So you're branching out from Harlem, which is you, you've written mostly articles about Harlem residents, uh, you know, who are, who are. No, no, not just Harlem. I've written. I've written one on uh, Bert Tucker from Belize, uh, Paul okay. Yeboah from Ghana, and I did, I did one Chicago piece already, Maggie Brown, and right. her father was Oscar Brown Jr. I did hers last year. Uh, I've done jazz artists on the West Coast, San Francisco Bay Area. I've done mm -hmm. artists here in New York. Very cool. All right. Well, ladies, uh, we're at the one and a half hour mark. Thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. And thank you so thank much you. for beautifully, beautifully representing Afro Crowd uh, in uh, Montreal. And we have a lot of work cut out for us. And But we definitely have a good group. And uh, we 
We want to keep uh, diversifying. We're going to work on our gender balance going forward. Um, uh, well, mainly, I guess, at, at these big events because I think we we definitely have it at our um, we certainly have it at our editathons in New York. Um, but we definitely want the whole of the African diaspora involved. And um, let's uh, let's uh, let's stay focused, energized. Let's keep on keeping on, and let's try to you know meet again. And uh, and I certainly want to you know be able to interface and spend more time uh, with people than I was able to spend during um, during Wikimania. But um, let's uh, let's 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 reconvene uh, next quarter. <laughs> um, and thank you, thank you so much for, for being so enthusiastic and for doing such an amazing job. Um, for the listeners of Le Legacy of 1804, let's uh, reconvene uh, at our usual Friday night gathering uh, right here. And uh, stay tuned to the Kiskiacity social media to find out who, uh, who we're bringing on next week and what we're discussing. Uh, have, have yourselves a lovely evening. Um, and, and thank you, of course, Kelly, for staying up so late to be able to join live. We're, You're we're here, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a lovely evening. Good night. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good night.